Buenos dias. Hello, Estados Unidos. Wednesday, June the 28th, 2023. See, I just tried different things some mornings. You know how it goes? Mm-hmm. It's Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. Big show now on the radio. Whole crew ready to go here at 107.1 and 99.7 FM on your Boss app or at 1071theboss.com. Welcome to Hump Day. Right smack dab here in the middle of the summer that wasn't. Just an, another overcast, lousy day. More showers coming. They're saying that smoky haze is coming down because we do get a little break in the rain tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So the air quality back to 200 tomorrow. So back to that stay inside if you need to. Yeah. Man, Perfect. Great. What a mess. One day we don't have rain. I mean, it's hard to believe it's already 4th of July weekend and that's it. Yeah. I mean, we still haven't had any good weather really. It hasn't and, been great. And no pool weather whatsoever. So <laughs> I guess it's a good thing for people out cutting lawns and that, you know, so they're not in the beating sun and... Well, you can't even cut your lawn because it's it's wet right now. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I know we needed this rain yep. because we didn't have it for a while, but now it's just too much. Yeah, like what, if we what, could just spread this out a little bit. Wasn't uh, Fire Marshal Bill, a.k.a. Uh, Governor Murphy, saying we were going to have to uh, preserve water? <laughs> <laughs> you know, not water your lawn every single day <laughs> if we didn't get some rain, so I guess yeah. it's a good thing we are, right? Yes, yeah. I mean, he does look like Fire Marshal Bill. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, but he's what do you call it? He's he's uh, fired up about this congestion pl- pricing thing, though. Yeah, what is the deal on that? They're going to raise it to twenty three bucks or something and go in. No, uh, what they're going to do is if you get below, I think it's sixtieth Street or or eighty ninth Street. I forget where the I think sixtieth is right. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anything south of that, you got to pay twenty something bucks to get in there. Is that just going through the tubes, or is that it's how- everywhere? That's a lot coming down the avenues, coming down. In for the bridges, coming in from everywhere. So you got to pay your toll at the Lincoln and Holland. Right. And then another 20-something bucks to get into Manhattan. That's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I understand what they're trying to do to cut down traffic, but, I mean, how can yeah. the average person afford to do that every day if they got to work? No way. Yeah, you can't. And what's the and all they're doing is moving the traffic. No. Mm-hmm. They're just right. moving the traffic right. out, to, out, out, of, out of Manhattan. But you know what? The other thing, too, is, is that... Um, you're going to have uh, dramatically overcrowded um, trains. Transit buses, yeah. Yep. The transit, the, the trains coming into mm-hmm. the city are going to be, the parking out and the suburban areas is going to be, it's 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 just a really bad idea. And it's been around for decades, and uh, it looks like that they're finally getting to the end here. But don't worry, Phil Murphy's going to sue them. Well, you know, no one wants to raise taxes. That's why they're finally getting down to the last uh, card to play. That's the thing. Is that, well, we got to tax you through tolls, so we don't have to raise your property taxes or your your state income taxes. Right. And the thing about it is that it's being put on the backs of the people that don't even live in New York City yeah. or even New yeah. York State. Right. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know about NJ Transit, but I think I read another article about Metro North uh, having a decline in ridership because of people that work from home two or three days a week. Mm. Yep. So it's kind of interesting to think that maybe this will reverse the effect of that and have more people on the train if this were to happen. Yeah. Well, know. or more people more people work from home. Right. Yeah. They simply can't afford to go into the city to work because yep. they're yep. not making or, enough to justify yep. their, their round trip to go there. Or tons of businesses move to Westchester, yeah. out to the yeah. island, or over into New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe Nolan for president, everybody. He'll <laughs> the problem. I mean, it's, I don't know what the issue is. I, I mean, you know, it's just, you subsidize mass transit and you don't do it enough. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. Speaking of travel, and I think I mentioned this yesterday, we were talking about uh, wedding crises. You know, people that have an outdoor wedding and all of this. Right. Um, you have to plan ahead when it comes to going to the airport by listening to the weather forecast. And I was saying that yesterday. If you're having an outdoor wedding, listen to the weather forecast. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. amazing to me, Joe, how many people 
You say, oh, I, I just dropped my family off, and nine hours later, they're still sitting at the airport. Did you not yeah. realize that we've had thunderstorms yeah. for four days? You don't call yeah. your airline well, ahead of time. These people that have been sitting at Newark Airport for two days, I mean, I feel bad for them, I guess, but it's, I mean, you knew your flight wasn't going to go down. Cancel it. Am well, I wrong? I don't think that people thought they were going to have to wait until Thursday to get out for a flight that was supposed to leave on Sunday, though. Right. That's that's. A long time. It is, but if you live in Middletown and someone drops you off at the airport and your flight is canceled, call an Uber. Go home. Why are you well, sitting you at the airport for three days? You're on standby for every flight that comes just in. Just screw the trip. It's just not happening. <laughs> Give up. Who, you're going to sleep at the airport for four days? It's amazing to yeah. me that people do this. Yeah. I mean, if I was going somewhere, I'd just bag it. I'd just say the heck with this. But if I was going, what if you're going home? Yeah. Well, we have a coworker I, here whose whose fiance was in Florida oh, on, yeah. on Sunday, and her flight was canceled. And they told her Wednesday, so today would have been the earliest flight she could have gotten out. So she rented a car and drove yeah. back to Jersey. I I hear you on that front. However, you're in Florida. Why would you not just say, "All right, I'll be back on Wednesday and go hit the beach well, again"? Yeah, the money it costs with a rental car, you could have just gotten another night in a hotel and stayed in Florida. Yeah, hit up the Publix, you'd be right in business, baby. You know? <laughs> No, that's what I would do. If I was in uh, you know, Dallas and I got stranded, I needed to come home, I'd just mm-hmm. rent a car and drive. Yeah. Or get on the Amtrak and whatever I needed to do. Amtrak. I'm not going to sit at the airport for four days. I think these people that's are, I mean, tough. again, I feel bad, but they're crazy. Come on. It's tough. It's expensive, though. That's the thing. It, Some it people is. may it's not really have the expensive. money to rent the car, to pay the tolls, to get a hotel room. I mean, you you plan for a trip that you're going to have. You save up, you budget, and then if something happens, you may not have another resource to figure it out. So you just have to sit there and wait. Well, I I'm, do I'm, I'm jumping in front of a bus there. No, I'm, I'm not doing it. <laughs> okay. That's the end of the line for All me. Right. You yeah, know? It's, it's just I horrible. mean, at some point, you just got to say, enough, you know, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Did you see this story yesterday about Pink in concert in London? Uh, no, I don't think so. You know Pink, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Matter, mm-hmm. Yeah, matter of fact, we gave away tickets to her with Pat Benatar mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. Yes. Got a show later this summer. She's playing a festival in London the British Summertime Festival, and a fan throws a baggie on the stage of her mother's ashes. What? Apparently it hit Pink in the foot, and there's video of this. Pink uh, reaches down and picks it up and says, this your mom, and she says, I don't know how I feel about it. And she then does the, she clearly got ashes on her hands, and then she keeps going and starts to sing her song. Oh my gosh, that is insane. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. I guess if that's your mother's dying wish is to, to be throw, either throw a bag stage? of mom at Pink, the singer. That's strange. It's very strange. I don't. I can tell you, if we were doing an intro or something, and someone did that, I don't think I'd be able to continue. I got to get just her, walk off stage. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I'd react if someone threw a bag of remains at me. Was it still in the bag? It was a was bag, a like- plastic bag, is what it appears to be. And the pink figured out what it was. I don't know how, but it's not wow. like it was an urn or anything. It's a plastic baggie. I just <laughs> can you imagine? No. How did no. she even get that through security? This lady that did this. Well, I, I mean, I don't think it would go off in a metal detector. It's it's just. Some people bring snacks. Some people bring their mom's yeah, ashes, it's just ashes in so their purse. I don't purse. think it would go off. I just don't know what she wanted the intention to be there because this is a non-permanent stage. Mm-hmm. No matter where they're at, that's going to be taken down. They're going to vacuum up at the end of the night. Yeah. That's, they're going to clean the area. So I'm just not sure what she was doing well, there. Well, you're probably right. She probably had a dying wish that she wanted to be on stage with Pink or something to that yeah, effect. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just this disgusting. Is... <laughs> and again, if it were me, I just I do not know what I would do. It is disgusting. Here's the video. (laughs) 
And then she starts singing again. Man, what a pro. I'm so impressed. I've always liked Pink, but now I'm super impressed. <laughs> she touched it and everything. I'm a I'm a huge Pink fan. I I definitely commend her for going on. I just love that she stuff. She says, this is your mom. I wonder if the girl had a sign or something. Why? How would she know what that is? I would have been afraid that was a bomb or something. You never know what yeah. happens. Somebody throws a bag of something like that. Remember the kid from you. Jersey last week? I went into a show and hit Chuck, BB Rex in the yeah, face. He Chuck threw his cell phone, cell phone at her. Phone at his Do we know if that face. was on purpose? I don't think we ever got he, a resolution. He said it was not. He wanted to see if he, how his, how accurate his throw was. So he just throws his $1,200 phone away and then he hits the poor girl in the face. This is just, just another reason not to ever leave the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't go out in public. It's crazy. Ain't no good going to come of that. Mm-hmm. Right now, a little uh, morning tradition, Wednesday morning tradition. Get us over the hump closer to the weekend. Everybody enjoys this. We go around the room. Write down a little stream of consciousness, first thing that comes to mind before we do anything else, and we call it pre-coffee thoughts. Pre-coffee thoughts. Children think excessively swearing is mature. Adults think excessively swearing is childish. Mm-hmm. Well, didn't I just get schooled? Look at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put soap in your mouth. <laughs> it's fascinating how our fingers fit perfectly into our nostrils, <laughs> as the good Lord intended. Pick that booger. Uh-huh. A theme park is the only place the front of your pants can be wet and no one thinks anything <laughs> of it. Oh, he must have been on the flume. I don't know. It's true. You get the leg chafe going. It's yeah. horrible. You're waiting in line for the Superman ride at Six Flags. You just pee yourself and then say, hey, I was on the flume. It's on the flume. Those lines are 90 minutes flume. sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Isn't it a great thing that farts don't have a color? Oh, my gosh. That's gross. Strange that hamburgers aren't made with ham. That is kind of strange. You notice people type with more specific grammar when they're angry? Yes. Comma. Yes. Period. Chewing your fingernails is cannibalism when you think about it. All right. You know what? That's that's just enough of that. That is gross. I don't care for that at all. Time for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Local businesses, organizations, charities, community groups put on fun events, and we share them here every morning. 620, 835 or so. If you have one, you can always text us, 732-774-4444. You can go to Facebook and message us, or you can do it at 1071theboss.com. Reminder, tonight, here we go, Boss Listener Appreciation Party. The gates open at 5, Casino Pier, Breakwater Beach, Water Park. Going to be a fun night. Boss Roadies will see you out there mm-hmm. starting at 5. And then Van Dusen will be with the uh, another group of roadies. we got a big team of kids. Yes, you know, we do. Heading over to the Knights of Inferno Motorcycle Club uh, Bike Night, Jersey Shore Power Sports, at Town & Country Inn of Keyport. He'll be there starting at 7. And then don't miss Michelle. She's back out again at Ocean County Mall in a parking lot outside of J.C. Penney for another uh, big meat sale with her friends at Essential Foods. That's a 20 ribeye for 40 buck deal yeah, that we keep telling right. you about. Every weekend, I got your grilling and chilling meats. That's right. Flag Pull Apart Cupcake Decorating Class is happening this Friday starting at 6. Our friends at Chocolate Carousel and Wall go see mm. John and Lisa. Each participant will make a cupcake pull-apart flag using oh, 24 cupcakes. That's so fun. It doesn't matter. Just You're eating cupcakes. That's all you need to know. Those are so nice, though, because they look like a cake. Yep. But you don't have to get the, the fork out. You don't have yep. to get a knife out. Everyone just pulls their own. It's more sanitary. It's very nice. I like right. those. Grab as much as you can. That's right. For all the information and sign up, you can visit their website. That's chocolatecarousel.com, of course. Uh, Asbury, uh, Festhall and Biergarten. I was trying to do my best German. It's pretty good. Festhall and Biergarten. It's pretty good. German's kind of a harsh language. Yeah, a little bit. Hosting a free family movie <laughs> night happens tonight. They're showing Moana, 8.30 on their rooftop, asburybiergarten.com for all the info. Liederhausen. <laughs> Damn you, Indiana Jones. <laughs> 
St. Ambrose Parish in Old Bridge having their annual carnival that starts today and runs through Saturday. Enjoy delicious festival food and treats, carnival mm. games and prizes. A super 50-50 raffle, not just any 50-50. A super 50-50 raffle mm-hmm. and more. St. Ambrose Carnival. Just search them on Facebook for the details. And there you are, a couple of things we thought UESU needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Coney Island, Nathan's famous 4th of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest is coming. Hard to believe 4th of July weekend is right around the corner. But here he is, the fourth-ranked competitive eater in the world on planet Earth, Nick Weary. He just qualified for the contest. He ate 44 dogs in 10 minutes. Wow. It's almost as unbelievable as 4th of July being right around the corner. <laughs> and Mickey, number one-ranked female competitive eater, eight-time Nathan's hot dog eating champion. Man, you guys must be pumped up. Are you excited? Are you ready to go? Are you? I'm looking to go up against the what people look at as the immovable object in, in Joey. He's unbeatable. But um, that said, I want to continue my ascension and yeah, Joey Chestnut has won a number of times, right? So is he kind of the uh, he's a man to beat? Is that the way you look at this, or you don't think about the competitors? You just focus on what you're doing. How does it? Tell me about the headspace going into this thing. Um, a little bit of both, you know. Obviously, you're aware that that's the LeBron James, so to speak, of what we do. <laughs> but that said, you can get up there. You, you can't really think about it that way. If anything, it's just more motivating because so many people, I think, they they build them up in their mind that he can't be beaten because his number seems insane. Well, that's true of everybody until they're defeated. Right. You know, um, so you can you can respect what he's accomplished, but that said, I'm there to beat anybody. It doesn't matter who's on that stage. I'm there to get motivated with people cheering for me or against me and, and go in there and, and do something that people think they can do. Now, Mickey, you, you don't compete directly against and People might not be aware of this. You two are engaged, so you don't compete directly against Nick. You compete just with the other female competitors. Is that right? Um, for hot dogs. Okay. Um, Nathan's is the only contest where men and women compete separately, but at every other contest, I am uh, competing right alongside the guys, and Nick is just one of the guys, um, mm. as far as I'm concerned. I'm there to beat him, just as I am Joey, just as I am Esper, just as I am anybody else. So, I, Rochelle and I are uh, married, and so I wonder, for you guys, what is that like to compete against each other? Because people always ask us, what's it like to, you know, do a show together and talk about your life on the radio? What is it like for the two of you to travel and to compete and, you know, be a part of these things? What you do sounds way harder. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, sometimes it is, but not really. I mean, I'm sure you would agree with this that you know, if you love your person, it's uh, it's kind of a nice thing to be able to travel with them, and you got to go to a place, so it's nice to bring your person with you as opposed to having to go by yourself and then come home later, right? Oh, 100. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's outstanding to be able to have somebody that can relate to the trials and tribulations so to speak of your job, especially when it's they know what you feel like after you ate nine pounds of spam or two pounds of wings. They understand that you have to travel, or they're doing the traveling with you the media requirements, what have you. So it's in just the places we get to go, the cultures we get to experience, the people we get to meet, we get to do that all together. So there are definitely times, I think, um, I'm sure the same with you guys, where working together makes you want to choke each other. <laughs> but that said, that's very few and far between, because I think we've found a really good balance of her time, my time, our time together, and we're really good at balancing the occupation and the passion. Yeah, balance is key. Yeah, balance is always key with whatever you're doing in life. Let me ask both of you this question, because I, I watch the competition. I've seen it many times on TV, and I think to myself, uh, man, the, the sodium and about <laughs> 20 hot dogs in, you must be feeling like you can't. So what is the training process like? Is it just, are you think, do, you, do, you, do you fast for a week? Like, how do you do it? Yeah, I think so, the one day, but in terms of, yeah, like, yeah. and all that, it's something uh, we try to emulate um, conditions as closely as possible. You know, when we do train, so... Generally speaking, you know, for, for hot dogs, obviously, it's five to a plate. You know, they try to get the contest hot dogs, contest buns, so on and so forth. 
Um, you put 10 minutes on the clock, you go. And then you try to keep your practice run maybe a few days away from the contest. Then leading up to the contest, maybe taper food down, stay pretty active to stay lean. And then maybe 24-ish hours out, you probably do a solid food fast. So you're living on things like Gatorade, essential amino acids, electrolytes. Do you have enough energy to go into the contest? But obviously you need to be empty um, going in there because you need space to fit 50 hot dogs or 300 donut holes or what have you. So there's definitely things that we adjust um, as needed per contest. But um, it's just part of the training, you know, part of the prep that we've are you hungry? I mean, do you, do you feel hungry? Are you tasting the food, or you don't even think about those kind of things when you're doing this? Oh, mid-contest? I mean, I feel like the adrenaline kind of mutes a lot of that. You know, hunger, pain, discomfort, um, at least for me personally. When I'm, I'm just so in the moment, I'm feeding off the crowd. I really, it really, none of the, none of that really registers. Those physical things, sensations don't really register until after um, time's called. Gotcha. Well, I wish the both of you luck. It's right across the water, Coney Island, of course, the famous 4th of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest. Uh, Nick and Mickey, good luck to both of you. Hope it's a great win for you. Thanks so much. Thanks for being on. How about this? Time for the mystery oldie of the day. Guns N' Roses tickets, MetLife Stadium. It's happening August 15th. Be the first person to correctly identify this mystery oldie. A familiar song, but a moldy, goldy oldie from the back of the rack as we used to say. Mm. First person, call in 732-774-4444. Tell me what this song is. We'll win the GNR tickets. Listen closely. Oh, man. I feel like that's pretty easy today. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Yes. I gave you an extra note the first time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just give you one note. Oh, do the both again. That's all I'm going to give you. Oh, I know what it is. 732-774-4444. If I'm right, the band who has it, who uh, sang that, hates it. Mm, good morning. It's a boss. Hey, is that Seasons in the Sun? It is not Seasons in the Sun. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for trying. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the movie Joe's talking about. God awful. Seasons in the God Sun. God awful. Uh. What was that song, uh, Feelings, about the same time? You remember that? Yep. Feelings. Good morning, it's a boss. Mystery Oldie, what do you think? Hotel California. Hotel California by the Eagles is... <laughs> Not correct. <laughs> the anticipation was killing me. I found the buzzer. <laughs> oh. uh, Captain Rich has just texted in from the parkway. He says the road looks good, and he's got the correct answer. He does? Yep. Captain he's Rich. so good at Captain that. Captain Rich kills yeah, it. He slays it. This. Oh, oh my gosh. Phone he's lines open. that beat Shazam. He stopped by yesterday. He was here. He was in my little uh, traffic center yesterday oh. for a little while. The newlywed himself, Captain Rich. Yes. 732-774-4444. Good morning. It's a mystery yeah. oldie. Uh, yeah, hi. Um, is it uh, Leader of the Pack? Nope, it is not Leader of the Pack. Mm. Now there's a song. Yeah, that's, that's a really a fun song. song. Can you play the it again? Yep. Of the pack. Here's a little snippet again of the Mystery Oldie. That's all I'm doing. Is this it? I don't know it. I'm going to show you. Is this it? Nope, that's a good guess. Oh, that's Dang an excellent it. guess. Oh, wow. Man, that piano note at the beginning of the song that Rochelle just suggested is it's not very it. similar. That's not it, though. It is not. No. Uh, Hi, it's a boss give mystery. Us, give the two notes again. Get, don't do the one. Because that could be anything. All right, hang on. Go ahead, sir. What do you got? The Frankie Valley, uh, Sherry Girl. No, no, it is not. All right, here. Here's the two notes again, Joe. That's it. It sounds like mm. the song I It sure really think. does. Go ahead, say what your guess was, just I to help I thought it was on. Bridget over Troubled Water. Yeah, it is. Oh, close, yeah. That's what it sounds like. It does. Yeah. Hi, it's a boss mystery oldie. Uh, all by myself. No, sir. 
Another good guess. It yeah, that's a good guess. Does sound like that. Mm-hmm. Eric Carmen. Mm-hmm. I'll take one more and then we'll... Hi, it's a boss mystery oldie. Yeah, Lightning Strikes Again by Lou Christie. Is that Lightning Strikes by Lou Christie? Yes, it is. 1966, solid gold. Mystery oldie. Let's take a little listen to Lou Christie for a second. Listen to me, baby. You gotta understand. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. Listen to me, baby. It's hard to settle. I like you. Got the words, but I remember the song that you put on the radio. There you go. There you go. What's your name, sir? John. John, hang in the line. We'll get you your Guns N' Roses tickets. MetLife Stadium, August 15th. Nice job, buddy. You got it. All Thank right. you so much. I appreciate it. Keep up the great work also. Thank you, pal. Oh, Hang thanks. on. We'll, we'll get to you in just one second. We're going to hear the... Ah. Stop. Oh, so good. Joe, that sounds like uh, the, what you and Marianne do at the hotel. This is what Rich... That's why Rich knew this. Why is that? Because of that you're hearing now. That's a great song. Oh, that Frankie Valley kind of stuff. That's a great song. Yeah, that's really fun. Well, congratulations to uh, John. We didn't ask him where he was from, but I'll get his information here. Going to see Guns N' Roses, August 15th, the mystery oldie of the day. Luke Christie. Lightning Luke Christie. Lightning strikes. There you are. And time to break right in to hashtag mom. God of ashes. We've checked the socials. We search that hashtag, and we hear from moms. Got a lot going. Summer vacation is mm-hmm. on, and we share them just like this every morning at 720 or so. At Glasses and Grape Juice said, I was emptying my daughter's backpack and I pulled out an orange with a face drawn it on it. And she casually said, oh, there's Bruce, and then took it from me and walked away. Got herself a little boyfriend. Who knows how long Bruce the Orange has been in there. This is Bruce. <laughs> Irina Leachman said, my 13-year-old dropped and broke his phone for good after at least three repairs over the last year and a half. If he damages this one, his next phone will be a 90s Nokia. <laughs> He'd be styling with that. That, those phones last forever. You'd be like Mark McGrath. Throw it the across the wall. Tips. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> at Momming is My Game said, statements only heard at parent dinner parties. I'll go first. Boys in control are always the nicest people. <laughs> Come to think of it, Mark McGrath would be a good host of Wheel of Fortune. He'd do a fine job. <laughs> he hosted one of those shows, those dating shows on VH1, I think. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hashtag no. anybody but Seacrest. Hashtag mom. It's every morning, 729-20, someone in. You might hear yours right here, Fast Five, the birthday file. Got a text message from our friend Tito Puente Brian. He says, is it Mambo Diablo? No, Tito Puente Brian. <laughs> it is not a Tito Puente song. <laughs> it, Dang it. It was Lou Christie. I want to remind you, we're available on all the socials. You can always hit us up at Robbie and Rochelle Radio or at 1071 The Boss on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter. We're on all of them. You can also uh, get us wherever you download podcasts. Just search Robbie and Rochelle. should pop right up. You can do it all at 1071theboss.com. By the way, I want to say a big shout-out to uh, John Paris in Belford. That's where he's from. John was from Belford. He just identified Lou Christie, Lightning Strikes. Yes. As your mystery oldie of the day, he's on his way to go see GNR Guns N' Roses at MetLife Stadium uh, coming up August the 15th. So nice going on that. Plenty more where those came from later on this week. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old training stories. Thought you needed to know. Begin the know from number five to number one. We start at number five and count them down today. There's a road rage incident that has gone viral here because it was caught <laughs> caught on phone, I guess you could say. There's okay. an elderly man who's clearly had about enough of a guy on a bicycle. Uh-oh. The bicycle, the cyclist guy is uh, talking about the road rules and saying he gets to be in a lane. And this sure, guy's shouting sure. that you're in the way. One of those sort of it. Well, anyway, take a listen to the audio. You tell me what you think of this whole mess. Tough guy. You want to be a tough Call guy? You're not so tough right now, are Call you? The cops. You're not so tough, are you, small guy? 
You're I'm short following the guy. law. You're not following the law. You're a tiny little man. Oh, vehicle code. My name is your worst enemy. Wow. <laughs> that was the, the guy being aggressive is the old guy. Man. Wow. Not happy about the cyclist in his way. He is not sharing the road. No. You get on that sidewalk, you and your bicycle and your water wow. bottle and your helmet and your knee pads, young man. He is crabby. I like that. <laughs> Number four, FedEx has been named in a lawsuit accusing them of rolling back the odometers of thousands of their trucks before they sell them at auction. No. So I guess the deal, much like the post office, FedEx will do a deal with an automaker. Yeah. They'll make a fleet of cars for them. They update the fleet every couple of years. Then after a certain point, they trade them back in, roll back the odometers to get a better price. This is alleged, of course. If it comes to be true, it'd be the largest odometer fraud scheme in the history of the country. This is Tom Layton. He's a truck dealer who believes that he has discovered the fraud and it's led to this case being opened in court. Over the last several years, I've noticed that some of the commercial trucks that have been going through my dealership had uh, issues with the odometers. Uh, The FedEx contractor contacted me and said, hey, what are you trying to pull here? And I said, what's wrong? And he said, I took this into Freightliner and had the vehicle hooked up to their computer and it has over 400,000 miles. Wow. Your odometer says 180,000 oh miles. Oh, my gosh. That is pretty wild. Also, he sounds a little bit like Lorne Michaels from Saturday Night Live, he doesn't he? a little bit. Well, you know, wow. with my friends, Paul and John. Didn't they do that in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh, yeah, that's the dad's right. car. Yeah, they spun the wheels backwards to try and reverse the <laughs> yeah. odometer. I think on old cars, that was like a 50s Corvette. Mm-hmm. I think you could do that. That's crazy. And enough people broke the law that they prevented they that, that from happening, I believe. <laughs> That's a big difference of 400,000 miles, and then they rolled it back to 100. Yeah. That's, wow. Always go with UPS, I guess. I guess. Number three, after being uh, very upset that she lost uh, Best Actress to Jamie Lee Curtis, at least that's what those close to her say, mm-hmm. actress Angela Bassett mm. will be getting an honorary Oscar in November. Was it like a sore loser Oscar? It's a participation award. That's... Even even at that level. Now, Angela Bassett is a great actress. Yeah. Right? Even yeah. at that level, at the Oscars. You get a participation award. We were talking about this the other day. People shouldn't just get an award just no, for showing shouldn't. up. Just for paying the, the fee to belong to the Academy, mm-hmm. you shouldn't get an award. But, well, she probably threatened to take her fee away. And they said, you know what? We'll, we'll give you one. It'll no. be okay. Why would you even want an honorary one? Yeah, it's not well, a re- right. Well, you didn't win one. Well, Why you would know you what? If someone it? wanted, I, I never finished college. So if someone wanted to give me an honorary degree, I'd probably but go take it. You can't do anything with that. Why? Because I'd be walking around. I'd be like uh, our old friend Bill Evans. I'd be walking around. Doctor Robbie Bridges. Uh, hello, how are you? I'm a doctor of broadcasting. But yeah. again, you can't do anything with an honorary I know, but degree, I give, an honorary award. That I'll means tell you what. Here's what I can do. I change my LinkedIn, my Facebook, business cards. Doctor Robbie. You could do that anyway and just say that you had one. It's an honorary thing. It's not real. It's fake. It's like a, we're trying to make you feel special, so here you go. They're like silicone boobs. It's exactly. just not real. Exactly. Congrats to Mel Brooks. He's also getting an honorary degree, and he deserves everything coming to him. Uh-huh. Love Mel Brooks. He's 97 this week, by yes. the way. Happy birthday, Mel Brooks. Number two, there's a real-life Barbie Malibu dream house. It's been listed on Airbnb. I imagine they're trying to cash in with the movie mm-hmm. coming out this summer. Uh there's a guy who calls himself the Ken of the house, <laughs> hosting two free one-night stays for two guests just to raise awareness for this oh thing. Oh, my gosh. It's a couple of hundred bucks to after that. It's a bright pink three-story house. Uh, it's out in, again, uh, Malibu, California. Guests get their own yellow and pink Impala skates and a surfboard <gasps> to be just like a real-life Barbie doll. That's amazing. Mm. That's amazing. Somebody take a look at Ken and see what's going on there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody take a look at Ken. The anatomically, what is that word? Anat- anatomically correct. Anatomically correct. <laughs> anatomically correct. For his, for his sake, I certainly hope so. <laughs> but I doubt it. 
Why is it so expensive? Because I'm overcompensating. <laughs> Bonus story for you. How about this? Christmas Con is coming to New Jersey this December. Mm. It's the 34th anniversary of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Chevy Chase <laughs> will be one of the attendees, That's along fun. with Beverly D'Angelo, who's oh, been on the show, yes. who's very, very sweet. Yes. And she says Chevy is very sweet, but we've heard from many people that Chevy is kind of a jerk. So Every photo that I've seen of him at one of these Comic-Con, yeah. Christmas cons, it's him, and he has this, and this is pre-COVID, yeah. it's this plexiglass <laughs> that separates him and other people. He was doing this before COVID. He's yeah. like, you're not coming near me. And he's you're just scowling me. in all the pictures. Every single photo. Getting a picture with Chevy Chase at a Comic-Con is kind of similar to the honorary Oscar. Yes. It's not the same as no. running into him, taking a selfie, right. having a moment with Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. You're paying 100 bucks for him to sit there and tolerate you for five seconds. With plexiglass in between you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Joe, you haven't ever met Chevy, have you? Who's Chevy? No. Yeah, I, have a, I know a lot of people that have met him. I have not met him. And every one of them just said he was a miserable bastard. So, man. That's interesting. Yeah, happy holidays to you. Uh, bonus, bonus, bonus story for you. There's a new poll out. Find that 35% of us say we enjoy small talk. Whether it's mm. at the office, whether really? it's in the front yard, whether it's at a store, 24% say they hate it. If you are going to have to engage in small talk of some kind, the best topics to bring up, people say, get the other person talking to you, uh, their hobbies, current events, but not politics, mm-hmm. travel, and yes, the weather, sports, rounds out that list. Man, I hate small talk. It depends on who the small talk is with. Mm. I don't mind small talking around the office to the few people here, but I generally hate small talk. I'm bad at it. Yeah. I'm awkward. I don't know what to say. I don't know where the conversation goes after. What do you do when you're done with the small talk? Do you just walk away? Yeah. I don't know what to do. I'm terrible at small talk. See, I find myself in my head saying, well, you have to be pleasant. So I'll go, so how are the kids last days before summer vacation? And then I just sit there and close my eyes and count to 10, you know, try not to listen to what they're actually saying. It's just terrible, but you have to do that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Remember how I called Chevy a miserable bastard? Yeah. Listen to me. Yes, right. exactly. Number one, at a moment too soon, TJ Maxx, Target, do they give you a strong urge to have to go... What? There's the an stores? It, there's a Reddit trend going here, a whole discussion speculating that these stores have what's called the hashtag laxative effect. <laughs> And a couple of doctors have weighed weighed in on this, saying that there could be uh, such a large surge in emotion because you were stimulated by the colors, (laughs) by the sale signs, that when you're entering a new, large, brightly lit space, you could feel overstimulation, overexcitement, and that can cause someone's digestive tract to become more active. Meaning, you walk into Target, you see something on sale, and you go, (laughs) absolutely true. That happens to me every time I walk into the Krebs Club. (laughs) (laughs) And then on the way out as well after he picks up. (laughs) Wednesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file. Lacey Schwimmer. Is that David Schwimmer's sister? The guy from Friends? Uh, No, I think she's on Dancing with the Stars. Lacey Schwimmer. She's 35. I never heard of her. Uh, Elon Musk, 52 today. John Cusack. John Elway. The great John Elway. NFL legend, Mm -hmm. 63. Kathy Bates. 75, you're picturing it right now. You're picturing her strapping Jimmy Conn to the bed and then whacking his foot with the hammer from misery. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mentioned Mel Brooks is 97 today. Gone but not forgotten, Pat Morita. Mr. Miyagi was born this day back in 1932. Gilda Radner, speaking of Saturday Night Live, Aww. 1946. And Henry VIII, I am, I am. Henry, the real Henry VIII was yes. born on this day of history. Today's yeah, national... Well, yeah, it sure is. National Day of Joy, National Tapioca Day, National Insurance Awareness Day. Exciting. Remember, Nationwide is on your side. Not really. Henry the eighth, I am. You want me to go dig Henry that up? the eighth, I am. I, I got to go find it now. You made me want to hear it. We must have that. Got to have that. Kermit, can we look that up? <laughs>
Hang on. I told Lola over the weekend, it's funny that it's Gilda Ratner's birthday. I told her, was her birthday? Yep. I told her she had the same hair as her with all the humidity oh, going on. <laughs> she, did, she did not care for that one. She, she didn't find that. No, yeah. wasn't amused. <laughs> Hammond's Hammett's. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am. Happy birthday, Henry. I got this married great. to the widow next door. She's been married seven times before. <laughs> and everyone was an Henry. Henry! 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 Two minutes and four seconds. I'll tell you what, you put that on <laughs> in a bar, off, done. Pe- people go crazy. That's a great song. Yeah, that's a great song. I should have introed it like uh, Ed. And now, here they are, those young lads from Liverpool, Hermans, Hermits. <laughs> I mean, weren't they like <laughs> from Liverpool, good. just like the Beatles? I think yep. they were. Yeah. <sighs> Man, that was an exhausting fast five. I'm tired now. It wore me out. <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. You did a good job. Thanks. No, it was great. That was great. Do we know where the uh, Christmas con is going to be in New Jersey? Is it at the Expo Center in Edison? Probably. Yeah. That would be my guess. I wonder who else they've got. I bet they've got the kid uh, Peter Billingsley from A Christmas Story. Probably. Let's see. Yeah, that's where it was last year. Oh, you know who I bet comes to the Christmas con? I bet they got all those goons from those Hallmark movies. Oh, absolutely. You know, those people that are in every single one of them. No doubt. Lacey Cuthbert, I think her name is. Yes. Candace Cameron, all those people. I'm trying to look right now. Um, Danica McKellar, Chad Michael Murray, oh, Lacey Chubert. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Bennett. I don't know who that is. Any actual celebrities? Yeah. Just Chevy Chase. Just Chevy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Danica McKellar. She's, you know. She's, she's done one she's, thing. She's, what do you mean? Well, she's really smart, too. She has a lot of kids' books out. Yeah, she was on the show talking about that a year or so yeah. ago. Yeah, I guess, and you know, she was from the Wonder like, Years, so a, yeah, she's a star. Yeah, she's yeah. got a doctorate, doesn't she, or a, a, some, in math? That sounds right. Yeah. That's what yeah. her books are about. She does math books for kids. Oh, yeah. okay. Try to teach kids how to do math. Well, it yeah. sounds like they blew most of the budget on getting Chevy to come. <laughs> the yeah, rest, probably. The rest of them don't seem like A-list celebrities. She just she has a bachelor's in math, so just a regular degree. Oh. Maybe an honorary doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bill Evans. That's, that's what I was, we were just talking about that. I want an honorary degree. I'm going to start putting that on my LinkedIn. Dr. Robbie Bridges, my doctorate in broadcast oh, I, I communications. Would. I would. If I got a doctorate in basket weaving, I wouldn't care. I'd be doctor. <laughs> no doctor Joe Nolan. Uh, I don't care where it came from. You could be a doctor in vehicular observation. Whatever. Is that a fancy way to say traffic mm-hmm. reporter? Mm-hmm. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> yes. Vehicular observation. <laughs> Give me one. I'm in. I had to play another Hermit song for a second. Remember this one? Something red. Kind of sounds like Popeye the Sailor Man a little bit, doesn't it? This is great. Man, that's an English brogue, isn't it? She doesn't love it. Kind of a stalker song now that I hear it again after all these years. Yeah. It's a little stalkery. It's the sixties. All right, thank you, Joe. Nick, Nick? Man, I forget how many hits that Herman's Hermits had. I thought I was up on this sort of stuff. There's like fifty songs I got here in the mm. playlist. Man, we could do like a whole Herman's Hermits weekend, we but could. we won't. We're doing an Oh Wow Eighties weekend, as I mentioned earlier. Let's try this out. 
It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. I mentioned that Tito Pone Brian kind of gave me the idea because I checked in with him. I hadn't heard from him in a while. I said, how you doing, bud? And he said, well, I'm about to go on a family vacation to Italy. And I said, oh, you mean the other side, as Tony Soprano would say? And he laughed. Yes. And then we saw somebody else, somebody else on Facebook. And we got to think, it seems like everybody is going on vacation. Seems like a lot of people we know are actually going to Italy. My mom just got back. Right. She just yeah. did a big cruise. So mm-hmm. She went to a couple of ports of call she in, did, uh, in yes. Europe. So where is the first place that you've traveled that you would tell everyone they got to get there at least once in their life? Because I'll tell you what, you run into somebody that's done a big European vacation or they went to Fuji or yeah, something like yeah, yeah. Fuji. Fiji. Fiji. <laughs> Fuji's the film company. You bring your Fuji to Fiji. Yes. I think. <laughs> All these people want to tell you about the trip at nauseum and yes. show you pictures. Mm-hmm. So where is a place that you've traveled that you tell everyone you got to get there? you got to see it once in your life. Yeah. What comes to mind? You've traveled quite a bit. I have. I've sadly never been to Europe, which I'd love to go. Yeah. So I can't say that because I haven't been. My favorite place I've probably ever gone to was Costa Rica. I thought that that was beautiful. Yeah. But I don't know that that would be the place I would tell everyone they have to go because I don't know that it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I think the one place that everybody should see, and you're going to laugh at me, and I know you hate when, when people from their state oh, do this. Here we, here we go. Listen. You're going to say Detroit? No. No. <laughs> no. Everybody I mean, needs to see the no, motor nobody, city? I mean, it's cool, but you, no, no, not everybody needs to see that. It's in the Michigan's UP. It's called Drummond Island. In the Upper Peninsula. In the Upper yeah. Peninsula, as they call it. You can see the Northern Lights there three months out of the year. I believe it starts in April. Yeah. And if you've never seen the Northern Lights or experienced a completely pitch black sky where you can see every star in the sky and then the Northern Lights flashing in front of your face, it is amazing. It's mm. amazing. It's beautiful. You will never see anything like that anywhere else. It's incredible. Well, you certainly sold it. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, I've worked out there and I've, you and that's where you and I started working together. Yes. I, I've never been out there. It's it's far. If you're from Detroit, it's it's a so six hours. It's, yeah, it's I think it's ten hours. Right. It's so far away. It's but it's beautiful, beautiful. Absolutely recommend going. Everybody should see that at least once in their life. Yeah, pictures do, do not do it justice. You can look up pictures of Northern Lights online, and they look really pretty. When you see it in front of your face, and there's like this smoky haze and these colors just bouncing on the water, and it just, it's go- it makes you want to cry, honestly. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's so beautiful. You're like, how, wow, this is amazing. I think I gotta answer Joe Leone's in Point Pleasant. <laughs> if you haven't been there, their sandwiches are just freaking delicious. That's... <laughs> Also, Aruba, Baby Beach, very nice. First place, <laughs> but Joe Leone's number one. First place you've traveled that you tell everyone you got to get there at least once in your lifetime. Bucket list, all right? 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. Phone lines open. Call us, text us, or Facebook. You know the drill. It's a he said, said. and it's coming up. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, also on 99.7 FM on your boss app, 1071theboss.com. Of course, we're Jersey's free money station. And why is that, you ask? Because we're giving away more cash, more summer cash. Ain't no other radio station you're doing that. We're digging into our pockets again. Details. How to win coming Friday morning. Mm. A little bit after 7 a.m. Wow. Want to have a little uh, on-air meeting here for a minute? Sure. I could use your advice on a couple of things. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm thinking... Uh, well, well, let me start with this. I'm thinking of doing a Radio Greats reunion in August and inviting some old DJs back to have some fun. What do you think? you think that's stupid? Does anybody care? Huh. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Depends on who. No. I don't know. Because Ross and I were talking about this the other day. It's the 40th anniversary of them starting the old Z Morning Zoo, so we thought it might be fun to invite some people back. And since they played some of the songs we play here when they were brand, brand new, it might be fun to have them. 
All right, Joe doesn't like it. Rochelle doesn't like it, so maybe that's a stupid idea. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's a stupid no, idea. I, no, no, let me, Lee, uh, since we're going to have a meeting, let's do, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play it right out. Yeah. I think it's been done four or five times already. Yeah. Yeah, but not with some of the uh, the more recent people. They used to do it with all those old timers like cousin Brucey. You know, if we did a more up to date one, people from cousin the eighties and nineties wasn't on Z one hundred. Yeah, that's true. All right, you're talking about the the morning show reunion. Hey, wait a minute, hold on. Are you talking about a Z one hundred thing or just a New York radio? Just like a general deal. That's I thought it might be fun, oh. and it happens to also coincide with their fortieth anniversary over there across the street. And you know, they don't they don't celebrate their history. And some of the people that work here were part of part of that. So I thought it might be fun. I don't sure. know. I'm just thinking about it. What if you do like a specialty podcast? And then that's, that a, way, that's a if great idea. If you don't care, you don't have to listen. And if you do, it's right there for you to listen to. That's a great idea. Then I just do a couple of sound bites and a promo and we're done. Right. Oh, I like that. And it doesn't have to be the entire show. And, and I don't have to put people up at the Crystal Inn and Neptune. Right. Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> needs that. Do that. But then it's there if you want to hear it yeah. and you put it together. And if you don't, then just skip on over that. All right. On air meeting uh, part two. I'm working on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Working on thinking about doing uh, a, a farewell to summer. It's the summer blast off, end of summer deal, or something like that. And I'm talking summer send off. Summer send off. Mm-hmm. I like that. How do we feel about that, Joe? And I think it should be a benefit for the Maureen e. Nolan Foundation. But we've only got wow. about six weeks to pull this together. Should I hop to that? Should we get that done? What do you think? I think we should do a something. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. I mean, I can get us on the boardwalk at Seaside. I think. Oh, all right. Good. I well, like summer Landy, send off. Mike Landy. Pay attention. <laughs> We're going to need the it. stage. Good. Any um, reason to have a party and have a drink, I'm in. Well, Joe, you remember the, uh, the fairly uh, big rock star that we were talking to initially for the blast-off. He was yeah. uh, very regretful that he had a West Coast tour, and he is interested in performing with us that weekend. I just have to come up with the cash. So, Is it still the same amount of cash? Yeah. yeah. So that need to be something that Big Boss Bob and... Big Boss Jimmy at the foundation would need to discuss, I guess. Mm. <laughs> I don't know about Big Don. <laughs> All right, good meeting. I think we figured good out meeting. some things here. Good, yes. good, good meeting. <laughs> Check this out. Happy uh, 26th anniversary to Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield. It was this day that Mike <laughs> bit off his he ear. Bit the ear off. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, good job yeah. out of him. Yeah. yeah good times. I, it looked delicious. That's why I grabbed it. He was, uh, of course, immediately disqualified. As he should be. He wild. bit his ear off. Was also this day of uh, 2000. Elian Gonzalez was sent oh. back to Cuba seven months after he came to America. You remember, remember that horrible, that? Pi- that horrible picture on the front of every newspaper yes. of the uh, the agents with the guns and they're hauling him away, screaming and kicking. That was really sad. Yeah, yeah. He wow. is now uh, 31 years old. Oh, you're kidding? Which is pretty crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> I think you bring back all the DJs. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have Hollywood Hamilton on over here. <laughs> See now, if you got Hollywood Hamilton, no, nah, I'm not getting. He's not doing it. The Woodman, he's big time. We're not getting him. Mm. You had Seacrest. Oh, he was not Seacrest. No, he wasn't on over there. But again, I was just thinking to be a New York, New Jersey reunion. You know, yeah. people that that you know grew up here would remember people. But I like the podcast idea, so maybe we'll do that. It's easier, and you can. You don't have to have everybody in one place all at once, and you can just put it together. And then again, if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. And speaking of Big Boss Bob, I know he's listening because this is time of day he usually turns his radio on, and I'm going to get the phone call where he goes, now what's this I hear about having to put people up and (laughs) put on another concert? What is this now? (laughs) Bob, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. The foundation (laughs) will take care of it. No, 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 no. (laughs) Just, uh... 
Don't worry about it. Just just write it. Just give Robbie the check. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the smart move. That's the smart move. Big Show is on the radio at 1071 The Boss and 997 in South Jersey. And the Boss app, that's free. You can listen anywhere. Or 1071theboss.com or through any of those uh, online radio streaming things. The radio box. They got the tune in, my tuner. There's a whole bunch of them. Thank you for choosing our radio show. Just underway with this morning's He Said. She Said. It's a fun one. Where's a place that you've traveled to that you tell everyone you got to go there at least once in a lifetime? We seem to have found a lot of our friends and family doing quite a bit of uh, international traveling mm-hmm. lately. So I got to thinking, is there a place you've been? You say you got to see it before you die. Greg said, I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico when I was younger. I just think it's something that uh, everybody should see once. Yeah, I'm sure that's pretty part of the country. I've never been there. Yeah. I've been to New Mexico? No. No. I've been to Arizona. That's yeah. in Nevada. <laughs> Text from 5661 said Zion National Park. Okay. I think that's in Utah. Yeah. I think. It's part yes. of the Mormon thing. It is? I, I believe so. Isn't oh. the Zion Bible the uh, Mormon oh, Bible? Oh, maybe. I think so. Maybe. Go out there and uh, have Mitt Romney marry six of people. I don't know. <laughs> I'm guessing the National Park is probably a little different, though. I don't know. John said, go on a cruise. At this point, I don't care what the destination is. Just experience a cruise. My wife and I have gone on four in the past two years, and we have two booked this year. I'd like to do a cruise. There I would are- do it. Amazing. I know. I like I the all inclusive. But I'd yes. also like the all inclusive, you know, like club bed where you just you show up and you don't leave and everything's sure. everything's included in the price you've already put on the card. Yeah, and all inclusive is definitely I th- something I think everyone should experience once yeah. in their life because it is a different experience to go to a, a place and everything is just taken care of and there's always food and drinks and yeah. it's it's fun. I'm gonna shock you, Are you ready? If we were to do that, <laughs> I would be willing to go for a massage. I've been anti-massage for quite some time, but after uh, finally experiencing the uh, the chiropractor, mm-hmm. I think I'd be willing to try a massage. Well, I have to tell you, when you go to an all-inclusive, the spa is not also all-inclusive. That is extra. All right, forget everything I just said. <laughs> I, I, figured I, if it, I figured if it was included, then no, I'd go ahead and get the, get the massage. You know, no. I like to, they have their shots of people that are on the table and they're looking out at the ocean and the mm-hmm. beach. Yeah, it's beautiful. Maybe I would get them, but you, if it's not included, then it's no. Not included. Forget it. <laughs> that is one one of the only things you still have to pay for when you go. On a cruise or if you go to yeah. an all-inclusive, it's the spa. Now, here's another place spa. I'd like to see that I have not been is Mount Rushmore because I'm kind of a, mm-hmm. a U.S. history buff. Yes. But I've heard a lot of people tell me that it is underwhelming. Underwhelming, yes. And that they Small. don't let you, Smaller right. than you think it is. Because you can't really get very close right. to it. And right. I guess they don't, they let you even uh, farther away now mm-hmm. due to a security concern. Since 9-11, you don't get even as close as you used to get. So it's like, people say it's a waste of time, but I'd still kind of like to see it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely something. If there's anybody who's been to Mount seeing. Rushmore, I'd be curious if you would put that on the list of, you know, as a proud American, is that a place that we should see? So there's a question again. You're he said, she said. where's the place that you've traveled to? You say everybody's got to see it at least once. 732-774-4444. 732-774-4444. Really would like your answer on this. Call us, text us, Facebook us. It's he said, she said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Kind of a fun discussion this morning. Yeah. Everybody has got an opinion on it. Everybody's got their own life experience. Is there a place, is there one place that you have traveled that you tell everybody, man, I got to go there. I can't say enough about it. You got to go again. I got to go again. If you haven't been there, you got to go before you die. Bucket list kind of thing. How do you answer that? 732-774-4444 or Facebook. 
Rachel said Greece, but not the touristy island. You got to go to the mainland, which is the less visited island. It's rich with history, breathtaking nature, great food, and actually relatively affordable if you don't go to all the tourist spots. I've been all over Europe, and Greece is definitely my favorite place. There's Santorini, right? There's mm-hmm. um, Crete, would be yeah. nice. I hear Crete is nice. You know where people talk about uh, is Croatia. Yes. That's supposed yeah, to be beautiful. beautiful. They, I never would think of beaches and, and mm-hmm. all that kind of vibe going on, but Croatia. Yeah. Uh, text from 1134 said, Tokyo, biggest city you'll ever see, yet one of the cleanest and one of the safest, unlike any other city. Now, you know I have this uh, little fascination with uh, city skylines. Yes. Uh, big and small. I am i don't know why. It's just a little hobby <laughs> of mine. I like maps. I like that sort of stuff. You do. And the pictures of all the Asian cities, you know, both China and Japan, right? They're just uh, Tokyo and Beijing. They're mm-hmm. huge. They look incredible. Some of the cities, I don't know where the hell they are. I never heard of them. <laughs> Can't pronounce Bang, Boing, Bang, those kind of places, right? Yes. But they're just these beautiful giant cities, right? I'm telling you. Japanese cities you never heard of, and they're bigger than anything in North America, right? Right, right. And then the other ones are like the uh, Dubai and Abu yeah, Dhabi. Oh, yeah, those, those look cities incredible. look like they look like uh, you know the Jetsons, mm-hmm. like the future cities. Yes, very futuristic. Just beautiful buildings. Yeah. Text from one eight four eight six said, "My favorite place is New Orleans. Lots of history and a great party town." That's a dump. I've been there. It's a dump. But they do have good oysters, and as a New Englander, they do have good oysters. Yeah. And you can just walk in the streets and drink. Yeah. And I uh, I stopped in a church, like a historic church, w- with a glass of bourbon in my hand. So it's got that going for it. There you go. Yeah. Maybe one of those things everyone should at least experience once is what they're saying. I suppose, but it's pretty <laughs> dumpy. Let's go to line two. Yeah. They were just asking about beautiful places to see. Yeah. The Great Lakes, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. It's so funny. Rochelle yes. mentioned that earlier. That's not far from her hometown. Listen to you guys every day. Uh, Mackinac Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see uh, what else they have up there. Pictured, pictured rocks. I'm sure you guys know all about it up that way. Yeah, fudge. My oh, yeah, favorite f- place in the world. Favorite place on this planet, guys. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. There you it go. Really we're we're lucky enough to uh, to have worked up there. We had a good time when we worked up there. It's nice. Yeah, we're actually heading back again this year. We're going back to Mackinac Island. That's where they made the movie Somewhere in Time. That's yep. right. Yeah, yep. yeah. We've and, uh, uh, we've been out there. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. And I, I saw it. And I was like, I wonder where they made the movie, and I ended up googling it, and I ended up. So we ended up going there and heading back this year, man. They got yeah. a whole festival uh, where Jane Seymour's been out there and mm-hmm. other people from the movie, I guess, over the years. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm telling you, prettiest place on the planet, man. Love yeah. it. Thank Listen, you, my you guys are great. Keep up the good work, huh? You're funny too. <laughs> Appreciate Thank it. Have you. a safe trip. You know what else is cool? You remember on the ferry they used to have Edward Herman yes. with that beautiful voice, a guy from uh, Gilmore Girls, and he would narrate those History Channel documentaries mm-hmm. on the ferry. And he now doesn't do anymore. No, now he died, and they got some idiot DJ that does it, but <laughs> it's a different story for a different yes. time. Good morning, it's Boss. Good morning, Robbie. How are you? Places that you have to go to, take yep. a cruise to Alaska, mm. and get off the ship for 14 days and do excursions. It's a lifetime of wonderful things. They say the air in Alaska is just so pure. It is, and you can, I'll tell you what, as soon as we got back into the United States, my, you know, after getting off the cruise and flying back to New Jersey, my nose stopped. I got all stuffy again. Oh, no. <laughs> That's kind of funny. It, wait a minute, Alaska's part of America. What's he talking about? When I get back to the States? Hmm. Well, when he got to New Jersey is what he said. No. So I thought he said when we get back to America. But... No. <laughs> Hi, it's the boss. You're on the air. You got an answer for us? Hi. Hi. Uh, Hawaii. 
Oh, yeah. Hawaii's beautiful. Although I did think, uh, now tell me I'm wrong, except for the volcanoes. I've been out there. I thought it looked a lot like Honolulu, at least, looked like Miami with a much longer plane ride. Is that not fair? Uh, yeah, kind of, but I never would have been there if my daughter didn't move. And where she lives, it's not as touristy. Okay. Yeah, they say to go to Big Island is a beautiful place. Mm, All right. Thank you for yeah. the call. I appreciate that. Good answers today. Yeah. I've been wanting to get the hell out I of here. Say, makes sure. to travel. Here's a place you've traveled that you tell everybody you got to go once in your life. We'll keep that going on the Text Connect all day, 732-774-4444. Or on the Facebook machine, there's a little graphic there. It gets you all in that travel state of mind. Mm-hmm. All right. You're he said. She said. Thank you for those calls. Beating Joey Chestnut would be pretty amazing. He's kind yeah, of a legend. Oh, yeah, it's... T- that's tough. You imagine eating nine pounds of spam? No. no. Oh. And he says, well, then after you do it, you get your stomach ready and say, all right, I can do it. Drink a bunch of water, go for a run, stay in shape. It can't be good for you. It can't be. They must have to go to a physician and be constantly well, monitored. Yeah. I should have asked him that. But that's just, I can't get my head around nine pounds of spam. The salt intake is just. Yeah, the salt. Yeah, you're right. I'm just trying to imagine what their nightly dinners are like, just on a regular basis, because if you're stretching your stomach out to that capacity... Did you see the headshot? The two of them are string beans. I know. They're I not, know. Joey Chestnut's a big guy. They're not at all. I just... It's, <laughs> I, can, I, I eat one little burrito, and I feel like I'm going to die. Yeah. I cannot imagine eating 90 hot dogs or Spam or any of that. All right, Joe, let me ask Insane. you this. If you and I well, went to... have low sodium spam. No, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you, you and I, uh, Saturday morning, we go to an IHOP, and I say, let's challenge each other. I could probably do six or seven dishes of pancakes. What about you? Oh, that's a lot. I bet you could pancakes do it. Pancakes are heavy. It's all yeah, hard. Yeah, if I could do that. How many hot dogs? I think I probably could do ten hot dogs. Sure. I, could probably, I mean, back in the day, yeah, now if I had three, I'd be... Well, I'd explode. You get the help of the Ozempic. You're lucky. No, not even that. I just don't eat like that anymore. I used to. but Unless I got a really good steak in front of me. That's another whole thing. <laughs> then the whole thing goes. I, think I, I probably but, uh, could be a competitive eater. I, it's just hard because like steak is good, and it's one of those things that you have to eat. If you're going to eat a lot, you almost have to eat it quickly because eventually it sits like a brick in your stomach, and same with the carbs. So I yeah. think part of the competitive eating aspect is they have to know how to eat quickly because yeah. if you don't, once it hits your stomach, you're going to be out. Yeah. It just mm-hmm. You're going to be out. So there's definitely th- some strategy to what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I couldn't do it. I just could not. I'm a very slow eater as it is. I'll stop. I'll take a bite. I'll walk around. <laughs> I know. She gets she gets mad at me at dinner because I eat so quickly that she'll be sitting there only half done, and I just watch her eat, and she feels like she needs to speed it up because I've already finished, and I feel bad that I do that. And you eat, you swallow a lot of air that way, too, mm. so it's not you good. You do, and then you're like, I'm still hungry. I'm right. like, why don't you wait a minute? Let yeah. it hit your stomach. That's what I always tell you, because I'm like, there's no way that you're still hungry. You just ate it. It took me three hours to make, and you ate it in 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, that got me really, was it this Thanksgiving, last Thanksgiving? You know, it was last year. They, You know, you, you spend days, days, literally, putting all this together, buying the food, you know, two, three days preparing everything, put the turkey in the mm-hmm. oven at four in the morning. Yep. You know, you do all that and you get it out on the table, 28 minutes, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. It's just insane. Drove me nuts I last, two years ago. <laughs> I actually complained loudly because they, you know, they ate and they're, they were gone. Everyone's gone. Yeah. I'm sitting there at the table by myself. So what just happened? <laughs> I just spent three days doing this. Yeah. 
And Marianne spent a month cleaning and doing this and mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. All right, see ya. Bye. You must have to bring it out just piece by piece. Like, yeah. now you get a potato. Here's the first course. And now you get course. a roll. That's a good idea. <laughs> you will wait. Well, anyway, looking forward you to seeing this. You will wait. <laughs> looking forward to seeing those two. Uh, that's one of the few times yeah. a year I watch ESPN for the Nathan's uh, hot dog eating contest. It's really fun. Nathan's yeah. are awesome hot, hot dogs, by the way. If you've never had a Nathan's. I mean, they're not, oh, they're great. They're not asking me to plug them or anything, but I'll tell you what. They are delicious hot dogs. Are they the and snappy dogs? No, yeah. no, no, I don't know. You yeah, think they're yeah, super bit. snappy? I'd say ballpark. I think some of them are. Yeah. But the ones you get at Coney Island are just like off the charts great. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really, really Almost good. as good as the Madison Square Garden ones. You ever been on that cyclone? You know, that roller coaster they get there no. at Coney Island? Oh, my God. Your don't, tailbone don't, is yeah, never, that, the, never the same. <laughs> that was a mistake. We went. I forget why I was there. And I saw it. And I walked walking by Nathan's. I saw, oh, I got to get that. I gotta, I'm here. I got to get one. Sure. You yes. know, it's like walking by the... The, the Midway and Seaside. You know, well, I'm here. I got to get a sausage sandwich. Yeah, oh, I have to. Yeah. And a lemonade. All right, listen to this. Uh, I got breaking uh, celebrity news this morning. Oh, no. Sources say that uh, Lindsay Lohan is giving birth this morning. She is going in to deliver the baby. She's expected to have a baby boy, they think, sometime today or perhaps tomorrow, depending how the labor goes. I wouldn't even worry she was pregnant. So, uh, oh. I was going to say, certainly worth breaking in for that. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to tell me that Ryan Seacrest is the new host of Wheel of Fortune because I was not aware. Oh, it my was just... God. <laughs> How many posts have you seen? How many news articles? Just let it go. Like, for I the... got it. Oh, my See, goodness. I think he's going to be great. I do, that. too. I think he's going to be fine. But it was just every single post last time. I got it. Seacrest. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> he's like everywhere. You can't do anything without seeing Ryan Seacrest. It's a little much. I mean, he's a talented guy, and he's a nice guy, but it's a little, it's a little much. The guy's got nine jobs. Right. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Yeah. If, if uh, what is it, ABC or wherever owns that, uh, Merv Griffin Enterprises or whatever it is, comes to you, and you've got, you know, your DJ, your DJ in Los Angeles, you're doing this, you're doing that. You want to do Wheel of Fortune? Let me see if I can fit it in. Sure. How much money? <laughs> no, right. I don't, listen, I don't right. hold it against him at all. I Sure. I $80 million? Dollars? Sure. Yeah, done. Sure. I think you know? he's, a, let me put it to you this way. This is, I think Seacrest is a little bit like Biden and Trump. Both, they're, all of them probably know how to do the job, I guess. Is anyone really satisfied with the choice? Not really. There must be other people out there. You know what I mean? So can Ryan do it? Sure. Will it be all right? I guess. But are there other talented hosts out there? Yeah. So, like, it's the same thing as the presidential people where I go, are these the only choices we have? Is there nobody else qualified for this? But Ryan the is the only is... person. Ryan has to have every damn job in television, you know? Well, the thing with Seacrest is, you know... There's no, there's gonna be no learning curve. He's just gonna walk yeah. in there, yeah. sit down, and do it. Yeah. You know, it's easy and for that's, him. It's gonna be easy for mm-hmm. him. Well, I hope they, uh, hope they get Vanna. Great you know? at it. They should give her more money and keep her on board. Who? Vanna. Oh, see, now that's gonna be weird. You don't think they having... should keep Vanna? Oh no, I think they should keep her, but it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. I think not having Pat and Vanna. Yeah. I mean, like, when I when I leave, you'll keep doing a show with Rochelle. There'll be some other guy in here. It'll be fine. <laughs> don't you think? It won't be weird at all. Mm. <laughs> no, you'd feel weird. Mm. You'd be fine. Oh no, no. If you weren't here, I wouldn't feel weird at all. You're just thinking about what a happy day that would be for me not to be here. I see. Oh. He got very excited. That's what happened there. <laughs> no, I got excited there for like, a second. Oh, I got a loss for words. That'd be so nice. <laughs> I thought you were going out to help Seacrest. <laughs> yeah, I'll be his uh, his caddy when he's playing the, <laughs> playing the country club in Bel Air. Oh, uh, he is the uh, he's he's something, man. Well, best wishes to Ryan and yeah. to Lindsay Lohan. Imagine being born and realizing your mom is Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, so, there you go. Oh. 
Before we run, Tito Puente Brian has left us with three things he learned listening to the Robbie and Rochelle Big Show today. <laughs> okay. Honorary Oscars are just like silicone boobs. They look nice but aren't the real thing. Yep. According yep. to Joe, stalker songs were just fine back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And the best thing about <laughs> New Orleans, you can drink bourbon in church. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tito Puente Brian. Thank you, callers.